welcome to Conversations on Karate. I'm Sue. I'm Greg. And this is Matt again. And this is Joe for the first time in a while. Hello. 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 We're back. We're back. It's been ages. It's been so long since we've spoken to you. It's been at least 10 minutes. (laughs) At least 10 minutes. So we are here to review our competition that me and Joe and Greg took part in yesterday in Bournemouth. Could I say something? Yes, please do. I'm so impressed because, uh, and you may or may not realise this, but so few do what you do. When you compete, I'm a massive believer in competition. So there we go. We just alienated half of our audience. I'm a massive believer in competition. So I, um, I think it's the way to test yourselves, but so few people do it because it exposes you. You mm-hmm. find out in competition, you're much shitter than you thought. Oh dear. And no, no one wants to know that. No one no wants arguments. to spend all that time training to go, oh, I'm not very good. <laughs> right. And yeah. so that honest line, which is the yeah. only way to progress, is really hard emotionally, egoically, you know, all of those things. So when people do that, I'm always impressed because it is actually a rarity. If, if you took the numbers, amount of people who do, you know, say they do martial arts and actually push themselves out there, expose themselves, you know, put themselves on the line in front of their students, you know, because the other thing you have to go back and go, how'd you get on coach? Oh yeah, I probably lost in the first 45 seconds to armbar the counters, which I showed you last week. You know what I mean? No one wants to do that. But that for me is they're walking the walkers. So I'm very impressed. Not that you need me to be impressed for you, but I am. So that's that. Hey, I'll take it. I'm I'm happy. For sure. For sure. We met, we impressed Matt Jardine. I'm there. Good. Yeah, there we yeah go. that's, a, that's a yardstick, that's a, isn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. a career yeah. high, that right there. <laughs> yes. So how did you all find it? What, what was the, um, what, how was it? I'll let you guys, you, you guys can go, go soon. Go. Um, okay. Well, I won't take the fights apart because we're going to do that presently. Um, but, uh, I, I, prepped and trained and made all the sorts of decisions um and i realized as soon as i started that i'd made a possibly a poor decision because <laughs> i wanted to um i wanted to um be in the right weight class and when i looked at the people who were there i realized i'd probably chosen wrong i hadn't realized that um weight classes weren't just weight they were also possibly an indicator of how the fights were going to go. So uh, I hadn't realized that that was a possibility. So that's a big thing to know for next time, that people will be different in different classes. I had not realized that. So that's one to learn for me. Um, I found the whole experience of getting ready for it immensely beneficial. Um, I learned so much. We, I progressed so much. I did so much in the weeks up to it. Wouldn't have done any of those things, certainly in that time frame, without having done the competition, without having that that mono focus on getting there. So I'm fitter, I've lost weight, and I've upped my game without doubt. And taking part in it was a hell of an experience. Um, I still, you know, by no means processed it all yet. We'll be unpacking that one for weeks, I think. Mm. What we, you know, what we got out of it and what happened. Um, so ultimately, I, I couldn't say in the moment that I enjoyed it at all, no. but I think um, there were aspects of it that I enjoyed. And I'm, I think I woke up this morning going, oh, my God, did that? Did that's, that? that? That's when it cut. That's did when it kicked that? it. Yeah. It was OK. It was all right. Did that. And even in the moment, I kind of was like, yeah, I did this and I survived. That was OK. That was all right. And that was, to be honest with you, my game going in was just to go through it. I didn't have um, a, a plan to win anything. Would have been nice, but um, it wasn't. It wasn't necessary. So, I want to. Um, wanna, sorry, Matt. Carry on. No, no, no. Just, just really, just say that's that's for me. That's the perfect experience to have from comps. You've got plenty of time to learn and move for other stuff, but that that ultimately is how life shifts. With that, push myself in, go through it, come out the other end, and wake up going, "Did I do that? Yeah." There's a small win in the back pocket. Remember, a collection of small wins lead to a big win. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I want to. Very nice. What you said there, Sue, is remind how 
in, how much you improved in three weeks, which you wouldn't have done without the competition. Yeah, goes I back know. to something we were talking about, Matt, where, where where you were saying you know it doesn't take forty years to get good at martial arts. No, it takes forty minutes of solid training with an end goal in mind. Yeah, mm. so like writing one, a novel. You know, yeah. some people go, "I've been writing my novel fifteen years." That suggests you spend more time with it in your drawer and sitting down at your laptop then. Yeah. 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 yeah because yeah. there is a, you know, there's a myth. Oh, it's, it's almost kind of noble. It's taken me so long to develop. Then you need to learn quicker or yeah. concentrate more in class or take notes. You dope. Cause yeah. it doesn't take that long to no. get good. No, no, absolutely not. But I guess you're training towards something. So if what you're training towards in your normal training is just to pass a grade, then you will get really good at the stuff that's in your syllabus. Mm. Exactly. It just shows a massive flaw in the martial arts structure of that. If, if the goal is to pass a grade, that's fine. But what's the grade you're looking to pass? And what does the grade represent? What does it represent? What does it mean? Yeah, that's a good point. Because like, like, for example, in our, in our school, we have, the, it's not about my school. I'm just saying, talking about mono goals. I love that phrase, by the way, mono goals. But anyway, with us, by black belt, our guys should be able to walk in in any academy, any school, anywhere in the world or street and hold their heads above water. That doesn't mean go in and dominate at all, but it means yeah. you'll go in, you go to Thailand and fight at Moi, uh, Moi, um, Tiger Tiger Thai, you go where into Brazil and roll on the ground and you can do something. That's our black belt should be to go anywhere yeah. and fight. Um, so there's a goal right and then how we get to yeah. that the belt levels yeah. determine that but other than that that's that for us is the base level for our black a black but if you wear a black belt in jk you can fight anywhere in the world and that's and a that, measurable goal as well that's a yes. very measurable yes. goal yeah i yeah. like that yeah. i like that 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 is actually yeah. a really nice goal to take on yeah mm. yeah. Joe? yeah that is a nice goal joseph yeah. joseph andrews hello what did you take from the weekend, the weekend, the day? Well, I mean, you guys know that this this was my first tournament as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was particularly special for me because, um, as I said in the ride up there, that um, the club I used to be in, competitions were probably safe to say condemned. Like even, even, even you know, the traditional Shotokan point scoring competitions, it was not even humoured. It wasn't even supported. We wouldn't even, we wouldn't even do, we, we wouldn't even do, they, they, bear in mind, this is a club that we didn't, we didn't really do any freestyle kumite. We did, we did your classic Kihon Kata kumite. We barely did anything freestyle or anything live. So it was all about, the attitude was, this works we didn't need to live drill it because it works. Yeah, there's, so, the, wow. so there was no opportunity. So there was no opportunity to prove that for myself because I was told it already works. Mm. Yeah. Which, I wow. mean, that opens up a whole other conversation about how, how you, well, I think a lot of people your students. Exist in that, in that crazy frame. Yeah. yeah. And I was young, you know, I, I I did what I was told because as a kid, that's what I was taught. My, you know, my teacher tells me what to do. He tells me the competition. Um, I mean, again, there's a whole side story to it. He believed in the whole Funakoshi influence that he was against competition as well, that he died in the uh, April of 1957. The first competition was the October of that same year. Oh yeah. You've always got it. It's always good for people to cite history. Yeah. Funakoshi would have won the applied if he was still alive. Yeah. You know, I absolutely always quote history. I got it. Yeah. He, 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 he liked, he liked to use, yeah, he liked to yeah. use all that sort of stuff. Yeah. God bless him. So, so when I left, so I left in 2016 and the, the idea of going, oh, do you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to plug away at things that I wasn't allowed to do or wasn't given the opportunity to do and sort of plugging at it since then and it was only when greg and i got talking about this applied competition that thought there was it was going to be a little more like what we do as opposed to your point scoring karate which is 
which is lit. Let's be fair. It's, it's restricted. It's, it's limited to what you can do. This was a lot more open. It was a lot more like what we do and thought it would be, it would, it would, it would be a double benefit. We'd go, we'd go and see what it's like compared to traditional Kumite, but we could also um, make an experience of it and see what it's like, especially, especially at the moment, you know, everyone's talking about Jesse Enkamp. He's gone off and had a go at MMA and people are going, no, do you know what? Like or hate the guy, you've got to respect him for doing it. And I'm, I'm happy that I've gone and done it. Yeah, I, I mean, I said to these guys at the end, I didn't actually care that none of us got gold. I was actually, I had so much fun watching everybody fight. Even the guy, I, I think, I think the, the measurement of any medal is completely irrelevant, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I, the, the results I feel always take care of themselves. They're out of our control, right? They have mm. not, the results and the medals have literally nothing to do with us, in my view. Yeah. In that, by the way, isn't to say I'm one of those who believes that every kid at the, at the uh, um, uh, school run should all get gold for taking part. I know I'm as competitive. I'm the most competitive man on the earth. I want to take everything you got and more. But the result is outside of our hands. That's determined in the time before that. The competition is just a, 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 a chance to see if that if we what we did then was right, wrong, how can we still evolve? The result will take care of itself, right? What we do, show up, train before, job done. I, I agree with you. The goals don't matter. You get so much out of it just by pitching up, doing the stuff and proving to the teacher who went, look, it works. Apparently not. Yeah. Um, you see my fights? I think your fight it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, they, but yeah now, that's a really good but point. now you have yeah. a real-time experience rather than someone else's experience, definitely. Oh, that's good. It's so arrogant to condemn fighting as if you're above it. And I hear it. You condemn yes. fighting as if you're above. I'm more, no, you're not. It's because you're shit. Because when you go on the mat, these guys go on and they realise, ah, oh, in front of people, they proved their shit. As we, by the way, as we all have. But we've got a real start point. What you do by not competing is you never have that conversation. Mm. But you can go, so we condemn competition. I'm above it. And, you know, it's like the, the person on the sofa is who's condemning all the people for losing weight. Well, yeah, he, he may yeah. still be jogging 18, 20 stone more than he should be, but he's jogging. Yeah. He's Great. jogging. <laughs> oh, look, look how that fat's moving up and down. Is he right? He's jogging. You're sitting yeah, on the sofa condemning the gut. Yes, at the moment, he, you know, he's jogging. And this is what I feel with the people who condemn growth and movement. If I can pull you down from your movement, I don't have to challenge myself to do it. Mm. Yeah. I don't have to face that fear. I don't have to do the work. I don't have to have that. Oh, my God, I'm about to bow on. What am I doing? I've made the worst mistake in my life. Yeah. I don't have to have any of those emotions because I can sit on my sofa and go, I'm above competition because Funukoshi told me in a book. Mm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And also yeah. disrespecting all those fighters, and I will use the MMA things, you want to tell them their stuff's not working? Good yeah, luck. Good luck. <laughs> good, luck. <laughs> good luck with that. Tell that to Charles when he's on your back. Yes, tell it to his face at any time of day, actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I mean, get his translator to tell him because he won't understand you. But <laughs> So, Greg, are we, how did you find how it? How was yours? Yeah. How did I find it? I, I really enjoyed it. I was nervous the whole time. Pale white nervous. Was I? I, did, I, I, was, I was, wasn't I? Blood drained from your. I, 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 I was like you on the first one. I was like Greg and me are the same dude on the first day. Mm. I was like, well, that's good because I literally my legs don't actually walk. I, I couldn't even do a stuff. I can't even pick them up. I'm going to be struggling to get over there. Immediately, yeah. don't expect me to come to the middle. Well, immediately, I <laughs> every technique I knew fell out my ass completely, and I was like. Okay, I like we worked on leg kicks for weeks leading up. Didn't throw a single one. You, At you one had, point, you, did. you did. You forced combinations of grab. You did. Yeah, but well, but I know what you mean. You won't feel that you did. But when you reviewed, <laughs> there the was day, a point. I think it's in the first round where I remember thinking, I haven't done what I've been working on. Yeah, and then I'll do it now. And I did it, and I don't think it landed. I'm not sure. But anyway, yeah. I don't. But you did throw some. It's not as bad. But but that's the thing. This is when you do a competition. You 
you start to then believe in time travel. You realize how a minute and a half can actually be 14 years. Mm. You're going, what do you mean I've been fighting four seconds? <laughs> it feels like I've been on here forever and there's not a single bit of energy left in my soul. And we've still got what? A minute and a half to go. Didn't you say that an hour ago? But that, and, and you can't teach that. You can tell people before, you've got to get fit, got to get fit. Because this well, happens. Literally, the, yeah. the rounds were going to be two and a half minutes. Yeah. And Joe messaged me the day before, whenever it was, saying, oh, the rounds are a minute and a half now. And I was like, I remember thinking, oh, you can't really get going in a minute and a half. There's no time to do anything. <laughs> and then I felt like after the first round ended, I was like, fucking hell, I can't believe I've got to yeah. do that again. <laughs> feel like shit. Yeah. It's a different thing. And that, and that and that's adrenal dump, of course. Mm. And, and which, of course, is when people are going, oh, we only did it for self-defense. Oh, okay, whatever. But anyway, if we're talking about adrenal dump, however you create adrenal dump and experience it, whether you're playing in front of, you know, crowds at Wimbledon or you're, or you're doing your competition or you're in a street brawl, adrenal dump is adrenal dump. And you can't see, time changes, you suddenly lose your power. Ah, now I'm touching it, right? And you can actually, by the way, get that through points fighting. Anywhere where you put yourself on the line, you get that real-time experience of your world going, <laughs> and then sound is like you're in a goldfish bowl. You're like, where is everyone? Yeah, I didn't Who hear am I? It's weird, isn't time. it? But that goes because it doesn't go. What now is you recognize it. You go, oh, I know this. You've become kind of you know, acquainted with it rather than, oh, what happened to me? Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Good. It's interesting. I definitely, I remember, I remember afterwards because Justin Gaethje, have you seen the Justin Gaethje, Trevor Whitman, Joe Rogan podcast? Um, where Gaethje talks about when he fights, he just doesn't hear anything. He goes, I don't, I can't hear what Trevor's shouting at me, even in the apex. That's what they're talking about. They were saying, oh, in the apex, you must, must have been nice because you could hear your corner. He goes, no, I couldn't hear anything no. because I can't hear anything whether there's a crowd there or not. And afterwards, I was like, oh, I know what he means because I couldn't hear what these two were shouting. I couldn't, I was just. No, I, se I second that. I, I, I had the same thing. It's only, yeah. when you, it's only when you guys said to me after my fight, you were telling me what to do. And I was, I was oblivious. It's what, it wasn't even like an echo. So I was shouting at you too. I was shouting at Sue, go on, Sue, you know, go on. Yeah. Nothing in my fight. So almost makes you wonder whether it's anybody playing. Well, well what happens is the corner man, because the corner man thing changes, right? What happens is you start, as you evolve through that, because then we, once we started taking teams in the cage, you start to realize, like, for example, I don't hear stuff, but I can hear Roger when he's told me, do not do that, right? And he speaks so softly, but I hear him. He cuts across. So you start to get to a point where you can, if there's a, if there's a blanket noise, come on, go for it. All that stuff, you know, try and win all that blanket stuff. But you get to a point where your athletes, you start to give directed pointers, which are linked to them, which they'll pick up. They cut through the noise. There doesn't even have mm. to be that loud. And we started to uh, get that around the case. You can, they can hear it then. Mm. And then there's another thing from a coaching point of view where I'm like, you shouldn't really be listening to me. If you don't know it by now, that's my job as a coach outside of the cage. I should have done that. Mm. That's why I like people to be able to think on their feet inside. They don't need your instruction. He knows he's next there. You might give a reminder, but most times a lot of people who are shouting from the crowds are shouting because they're trying to assuage their own nerves. Mm. We're a really calm corner person. He's very direct. They know when to shut. Khabib's quite a good corner man, actually. Oh, he knows, when yeah. to knows when to shut up, but he's not talking his athlete through the fight. That's been done in, in, on the mats before. Mm. But if there's a little tip he notices his fight might not have done, then he'll then he'll say it. But that's a whole new thing, cornering. Yeah, I must admit, I heard I heard these guys. I don't know how much they shouted at me, but I did hear them. Yeah. Um, but that might be because I'm more tuned in because as the least experienced person, they coach me yeah, when your, I'm sparring. Bosses, so I, I'm familiar with hearing those voices yeah. coming yeah. at me. And yeah. but I don't I know how much that. they were saying, but I heard key things. I heard nice. key words that made me go, oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. more likely that, Sue, because they are your instructors. So then you're already, as you say, already kind of tuned in. in. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Mm. That's, that's good to know. That's, that's really interesting to hear that. Yes. So what should we do? Should we break down? Should we do a, a mini breakdown? Yeah. Similar, break to, similar to the UFC ones, but more interesting than the rose one we've just done wow yeah well they're good to know that there's more all of your stuff was more entertaining than watching that 
watching a title fight in Vegas. Oh no, it wasn't. Vegas. Does that mean that? Does that mean that we'll win a title? Yes. Sweet. Could you send oh, the belts there's... to us, please? Yeah. yeah, you have to go pick it up. Where should we start? Should we start with Sue? Start with yeah, Sue. Go for it. Um, okay. So, do you want me to go? Go. You go. Please do. Let's you're hear the, it. You're I'm... coach in this situation. Right. Looking forward Sue. to coach. Looking so firstly again, and this isn't the uh, you know, all golds to everyone. Well done for showing up, darling. Nice job, well done. Just run a bit faster next time. Not that at all, but we do need to put things in context. Um, in these environments, you know, slightly older gals fighting, it will be in their minority, and that was absolutely clear in your fight. You are fighting young cadet athletes, right? Who it's like when Sherry first competed in BJJ, she is around killers. She's a, she's a teacher who does BJJ. And then you're on the IBJJF scene fighting killers, whether that's white or blue, they're different things. Mm -hmm. So just in you stepping into a world, which is so not yours, it's frightening. I have, I can't, it's impossible for me to say how much respect I have for you. So that aside. Thank you. But what it, so, so that's, that's that. But what it does bring up, is how, unless you've been kicked in the face fast, how hard it is to block a kick in the face. Boom, they go front leg, front leg. And you're like, wow. And your, your whole experience was that. Oh, I've been pinged around the head again. Fast, pinged around the head again. And now though, you have a reference point because the reason you couldn't do anything else in, that first, in those first couple of games is because those girls, were super quick and you have never been kicked in the face that fast so you, your yardstick was nowhere close nowhere close it's one of the things boys don't do very well I, I take it we patronize our girls so we go a bit slower so they never get the speed that these these you know a good girl so we go a bit slower and it's and we don't mean to be by the way i'm sorry for every uh, you know all my film i'm sorry we all do it we go a bit slower rather than going fast as we would at full contact but landing on your nose rather than knocking your face off we don't do our students anything um any favors by going slower slower than the competition they'd meet i mean right so you've never had that now you know how fast things come up you will not make those mistakes again and the only reason you couldn't fire blanket for those who are listening we looked at an idea a few weeks ago fire blanket when someone is beating you with speed, cover up, walk forward, grab hold of the bugger. The reason you couldn't, so is just because your brain had gone into overwhelm from it being so quick. There's a point when you, when you do that to someone, rabbit in the head, rabbit in the headlights, where once they flinched once, I try and get my opponents to flinch. Once they're flinched once, you only need to throw it three of those and you're in their head. Now I could do anything. I could do anything. And they're always like this. Once that's happened, you have to, um, it's really difficult to break. But that comes primarily from, from realizing the speed of the hands. We found this in our school and we started full contact hands to the head as well. We were always full contact feet and light. But once we started going, okay, let's upgrade this. Now I can punch you in the face. The flinching happened again because hands are even faster. But your yardstick is, you know, it's now that quick. You'll take that back to the dojo, right? And you're already a level up. Because you'll and you'll probably even find yourself saying to your your student to your um, partners, "Can you just keep quicker, a bit quicker? It doesn't matter if I don't get it. That's my fault." So you'll match your training to what's come. Now you have real time experience. That was what was for me really mm -hmm. clear to see. Mm -hmm. And then once you overcome that flinch, and it's not a surprise. The surprise mm -hmm. is now over. Yesterday was the surprise. The surprise is now over. Now you can fire blanket <clears throat> them. And I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't match those girls' with speed. I would cover, get hold of them, trip, thump, which you do beautifully, which you mm. do beautifully. Give kids a thump, right? Yeah. And that's it. Happy days. That's, that I, was, that's what I feel. Yeah. Um, my experience of it was when I went through it, I thought I wasn't getting anywhere. When I, um, when I spoke to the ref afterwards, he gave me some feedback, which was awesome. He, um, he said that in the second round, of that first fight I came back much better absolutely I yeah. think I actually managed to cover and um that's when I could hear Greg and and uh, Joe scream pressure at me but 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 also the point is and what then, we spoke about developing from one and a half minute rounds first minute and a half round which is the complete surprise your brain goes into overload can't see the speed yeah in a minute and a half later 
you have grown exponentially, a minute and a bloody half. Your second fight was noticeably more covered. 90 seconds in almost doubling your growth. My God, what are we going to do in six months? Mm. But that's the point. You can't shortcut the surprise of the step. Like, whoa, I didn't know that was coming. Well, now you do. And your second fight with the girl in the blue belt rather than the one in the red was noticeably different. 90 seconds bloody later. That's how fast real-time experience happens. Yeah. It's yeah. really clear, isn't it, when you see it on the screen? Yeah, yeah, when yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, looking back at it, it was, um, yeah, I mean, that's a top tip for anybody. If you're going to go through this, film it. Film it. Yeah. Not because you Good need reason. to show off about it, but because you won't remember yeah. accurately. Yes. You cannot remember accurately. You need to be able to see what you did. Yeah. It, but isn't it that was, just all testimony for the of why it's important to put yourself on the line? Because growth is exponential when you put yourself on the line real-time yeah. growth cannot be as our child learns to walk it yeah. learns falls over you've got to fall over in it yet the first time and yeah. then it doesn't it's the same with anything we do okay thanks matt appreciate no, no, it's that i it's really good. do it's really 10 out of 10 for, for a first time if you were on my team happy days i'd be buying your burgers or whatever thank you thank you um i will say though as i um i mentioned earlier i would have done it slightly differently because when I looked at the girls in the open weight class, they were very different fighters. Okay. They weren't those flicky kicky. And actually I would have been better suited. Oh, in that. I, to be honest. Yeah. I think you would have, you would have smashed um, a lot of those. But again, that's, that's the learning thing. I didn't know that that was relevant. I thought it was yeah. all about yeah. size. I didn't realize that also had an effect on what they would do. Sure. So I might make a different decision next time, but that's, unpredictable that's not possible to know yeah <laughs> no no the, exactly and there and there's those just basic kind of tournament logistics that you learn when you're there you just go oh yeah. okay for sure. Yeah, no, that's, that's, for sure that's fine. and fair play to the girls actually god they were good and they were so nice as well they were yeah. really nice yeah. girls and um they were brilliant god they were good uh, just on, a, on, a, on an interest for speed kicker is what I like to do with those guys. You only um, need to, uh, once you've got over that, you only need to trap and drop them on their heads once, I've found. Um, as, as people who go fast very rarely like to land on their back, and they very like to land on their back hard. So my often, once I've trapped, I will sweep that back leg, <clears throat> right, so they land with a thump. Nothing worse yeah. for someone than losing the air. And then I always follow up with a punch after. Um, yeah. If you want to take the speed out of someone's legs, flick, that's the way. Yeah. I never, I never want to fight you, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I never want to. But yeah, that's that's the that's the battle. I, I've I've I'm always being outspeeded, outsped, whatever the word is, and that is my go-to. Catch it. Sometimes you'll catch it. It doesn't take much to catch it. You might have to take it on the chin. Then boom, that illusion, that on their back, and that mm. oh, that when you hear that. They're not going to be picking their legs up. Yeah, that's, when that's I was in my that is my goal. Second down, also, I can't remember. We had all the cadets, you know, that's seventeen to nineteen, fast, skilled legs, like. And I'm what am I at that age? I don't know, thirty-two. I can't remember. Spinning round, as if that catches you going to sleep, you just have to step in. And I remember, literally, it was my instructor, so literally stepping in, picking him up, boom, dropping on the back of the neck. In surprise, surprise, he never threw another wheel kick for the next of our round. But it's an illusion. I just need you to be frightened of me once and then you won't throw those full shots. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. But you pick that up. You pick up, you know, what age groups you can frighten, who you can't, who won't fall for the fright. You just have to stand in the pocket and just smash them. And that's, yeah. But Sue, Thanks, brilliant. Matt. 10 out of 10 Thanks, from my Matt. opinion. Thank you. Awesome. Okay. Okay. Who should we move on to? Um, let's, well, you, Matt, you decide. You're the coach. Uh, well, let's go as I see you. Should we go to Joe? Joe, should we okay. do yours? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So the big boys. I love big the boys. big boys. Again, big it's another boys. one. Big. A lot of big boys don't uh, compete. Always the same when, when we see our stuff. A lot of the big boys don't make it because, again, the risk seems to be exponentially bigger. Um, so they usually kind of small amount of brackets. You usually see the same guys on the scene, not too many fights. And when they come... And Joe, looking at yours, literally most technique goes out a window. It's really common. They come, and you go, do any of you remember the technique you've used in the last 20 years? Nope. 
And that's how it should be. So, so Jeremy, one of my guys, he's, he's the same weight category. And his first two kombudos, exactly the same. Meeting them in all, boom. However, I prefer that. Joe, what you brought to that game was you bought the fight to the game. I've seen some of your sparring videos and I wasn't sure how much you'd bring to the game. I didn't, I didn't know. It was an unknown variable for me. I was like, mm, he's, he's, so, he's so not done any of this. He's very tentative, but you kicked that right into touch when you came on the mats. You literally did what I like to do, hopefully with a little bit more kind of <laughs> holding back. Yeah. But boom. And you bring that, you brought that straight to him and you could see it absolutely terrified the guy. You were all over him. The reason you lost it is because I think that a whole kind of adrenaline took over and then there were, you kind of threw stuff that didn't work. But the point is, I think that's a better starting point. I really do. You came at him like you tried to jump on his back, just crazy stuff, but brilliant. <laughs> you, you, get, you get that hooks in, pulling back and you're in the, you're in the arm bar. You thump those legs up, and I think you just bought a proper, solid, solid game, which the guy was like, wow, it was overwhelming. Now, again, the, the inability to uh, do the techniques you wanted and to stop that forward movement is a just adrenal dump thing, which you've now had that experience. You've, you've done it. You know what to expect. So now you go, okay, pressing works, and it's frightening, and you're a big guy, man, right? Pressing works, I can get in their head. And now if I just pull off and then hurt them as well, frighten them, hurt them, finish them. That's what I believe, right? Yeah. Starts in the brain, then a little bit of pain, and then just give them all the excuses to get out of there. And that, again, is not something I feel that that's what it can't be taught. Not that you need to be taught. I mean, you're experienced instructors. I'm just talking as a fellow fighter, right? That can only be experienced through comps. So the first one or two are a bit adrenal dumpy. We just go crazy. You can't remember what happens. And then we start to go, oh, I've been here. I've been here before. That's why I believe it's important that people keep their foot on the gas with competition, right? It's like writing a book. You don't want to write one book. Everyone's got that one book in them, right? It doesn't count. Like a first Dan doesn't count. It ca First Dan doesn't count because you didn't know what was coming in your limer, which means you only dared to do it because you were naive to how much of a kicking you're going to get. Second Dan is you might still be stupid. If you've done three black belts, then you're really, you've got skin in the game. And that's what I feel with competition. One, Woohoo, we didn't know it was going to be this terrifying. Two, you got an idea. Once you've done three, four, five, you start to really, really evolve. And I see for you, Joe, that definitely going to happen. Definitely. I did love your full pressure. I was like, get in there, son. <laughs> go, <laughs> go that way. Stop, though. Okay, turn the yeah. corner. Okay, because otherwise you're going to end up out the fire exits. But other than that, <laughs> I thought it was um, I thought it was good. And the other thing as well, when your ground game starts to evolve, because, you know, you started a little bit behind Greg. Once your ground game comes and you put that pressure, that makes people panic respond. And when people panic respond, you're all over them, all over them. Mm. I thought it was good, man. I thought you brought a lot to that. Very entertaining. I liked it. Yeah. Thank you. And actually, I, I, I looked back at the footage. We had a little debrief afterwards. And I, I watched over it. I actually enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I enjoyed watching it because I was, I, I impressed myself. Um, because I must admit, we talked about tactics. The tactic that had been on my mind the whole time that I actually executed was that I wanted to freight train them. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted yeah, I mean, to, I wanted to use guy. my weight. Yeah. yeah. I thought, what if I got, I've got weight. Right. Oh, These I did, guys... Speaking of that, sorry, before I forget, because it's linked to that, what I really like technically, that's, uh, sorry to interrupt, you no, freight no. train forward and forced the guy to shoot for a double leg. Or when I say double leg, that's kind of giving karate guys some sort of tactical thing. Panic schoolyard rugby tackle, I think we should call it at this level. Mm. And then what I really love, beautiful sprawl. Yes, yes, there was. And I, there I was think I heard nice. you in the video, Greg, go beautiful sprawl, great hips back. Now, here's the thing with a little bit more experience or, or more knowledge. Now, here, here's the thing, right? You then go, I don't know how to do that. With a bit more knowledge, you've either got underneath with the arms for Anaconda over the back, which is just you haven't done enough groundwork. Your freight training, which was your tactic, perfect, causes him to sprawl. Then, with more ground experience, you're on that guy's back and he's going to sleep. Yeah. And that came from your first first tactic, which you applied beautifully. Sorry to interject. That's what I had in my notes. 
worked. And I just thought, yeah, I really like the technique of that sprawl. Your hips were right back. You laid heavy. You didn't panic. Very nice. Very, very nice. Yeah. I think I was proud of myself because that was the tactic I had in my mind the whole time. I wanted, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be on the back heel. I always wanted to be on the front foot. Hmm. I kept driving forwards and actually looking back at the clip, I didn't realize how much it worked until I looked at the clip because I watched him in the first fight. And he was very, he was very, he was very forwards. He was, he was getting all the kicks and all the punches in, in this fight, he was going backwards. And actually, I didn't realize until we watched the clip that he'd been yellow carded for running away. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I was in the I didn't realize it happened, but yeah, I didn't realize that happened either until we But this is it. the thing. This is why the other thing you guys will learn as well, and it's in, you won't not do it, but it's impossible. I don't watch other people's fights, right? Because you you will you can talk yourself out of a game by watching other people's fights because they don't mean anything. I will know how you fight the first time you touch me or the first time I touch you because they're different. How he, if, if you go to watch his other fight and think he's a forward pressure fighter, we almost have that self-fulfilling prophecy, right? But it's different. He's not fighting you. He's not fighting me. So you can never know how someone fights until they fight. And that's why I tell my guys, don't worry about examining him. Don't look up his Instagram page. Don't look how he's training. We're not at a level where you need to know how many finishes or what he's, we're not at that level. You'll know the first time he punches you in the face. Hmm. Right? So the job is to learn quick because as you saw there, he was a forward pressure, but you know, if you're not fighting someone with beard power, now I'm the forward pressure fighter. Um, but I, I did like that joke because I, I wasn't sure about you. I don't know you as well as these guys. It was oh, a bit sure. of an unknown variable, some of your sparring stuff. And I was impressed. What I'd love to see if you're, if you're in my team, I would love to see you compete more. I'd love you to yeah. keep foot on the gas because I would love to watch how your jiu-jitsu evolves. Forward mm -hmm. pressure is there. You clearly had the gumption to go in and do it because I didn't know if you would. And you did. So that, that's kind of out. But now keep the foot on the gas and we'll watch you grow over the next month. Oh, it's just so exciting. But I did love that um, coming forwards. Thank you. Nice. Well there was, done. There was, there was three, watching back of the clip, there was three things that went wrong. The first, well, the, the obvious one, was the reason that I lost was because I did a lot, but I didn't do enough to get me any points. I did a lot. If that was a sumo wrestling fight, I probably would have won, but it wasn't. I didn't, I didn't, he, he threw a lot more point scoring techniques and tactics in. I just my for some reason, my tactic was to just push him off the mats. And I did that about three or four times. Um, so yeah, I, I totally understand why I lost. Um, the second issue uh, you might have seen in the clip that he did, he, he caught me and my contact lens fell out. So I thought, well, well I can't fight with one contact lens because that's going to throw off my perspective. So I had to take out the other one, yeah, yeah, yeah. which meant that I lost all uh, depth of field. So yeah. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm short sighted. Yeah. So, so it meant that the only way I would have been able to see him clearly was if he was in grappling range. Mm -hmm. So hence why immediately after I took out my contact lenses, I got a lovely clip in the nose, mm -hmm. which is, which is why I got a lovely bruise today. Um, so there's probably nothing I could do about that without getting laser eye surgery. But, um, and the other thing that really, we were talking earlier about, you know, coaches shout from the corner. There was one thing shouted from the crowd that actually depleted my, um, Maybe my ego, maybe my, my, my drive was someone shouting in the crowd, um, he's tired. Yeah. And I, I heard that as clear as day and it echoed in my head. And I went, the stuff you hear yeah, from the crowd. Yeah, I am. I am the tired. Hear, you hear from the crowd is the, is, is the stuff that will speak to your inner demons. Yeah. I could so not go, hear. I'm out of shape. I'm hear Greg and I'm Sue. I couldn't You'll hear Greg that Sue, but I heard because that. we we bring on we bring into which is the whole point in my view the whole point for me competition is very much a spiritual evolution rather than a fighting evolution by the at, at its purest it's the martial arts for me is irrelevant it's all about self growth it just happens to be martial arts is so black and white that it brings it up quicker right and you will find when people do that in the crowd that it will speak to your demons and that's that's as much a part of that day as anything else. 
So yeah. your issue will be, you were a big guy once, I haven't been fit. Yeah, that's your demon. Yeah. Whatever your demons will be. And that's absolutely, that is the rawest, the purest, the nastiest. And that's where we grow. And unless we step, that's what I'm mostly interested in. I have to be honest. The techniques are easy. I get my dogs to do most of the techniques martial artists can do, right? They're easy. Just drill them. But it's those things, man, that, that because they expose us. And, and if we then can go through that, even when this prick up here in the stands is doubting me, but I'm going forward anyway, that is when, for me, martial arts becomes life-changing. And I love that. So, and I know I've had that. I've had that. And actually, in all fairness, as a corner man, I've used that against other people as well. Right? So it's a, it's a trick. But that's good. And I love that you noticed that as well, because now you go, yeah, cool. I found, I found something that still bugs me about me. Right? And we, we all have those things. We all have those things. Mm. Um, and that is the true, if we, if we unstripped all of this, and we could say, what, what's one reason that you get people to compete? Because you grow as a human being that's when people go people grow as martial artists. now you don't understand even understand what that word means you understand how you grow as a martial artist when you've exposed the rawest part that has been an issue since you're a kid and you put it in front of a crowd and that could be martial arts tennis right it doesn't matter and that's why that's good so i'm sorry you had that feeling but i'm happy you had that feeling yeah do you know what i mean no, I don't regret anything that happened because I, I needed I needed it to happen and to film it and watch it and us discuss it for me, as you put it, to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Because if I'd not I... done that, if I'd not if we had not done those training sessions and filmed them, if we had not done this competition and filmed them, not only would we have not grown, but we wouldn't have had any frame of reference or any context of, of growth. Absolutely. And you watch, right? You watch. You won't even say anything different when you stand in front of your, your uh, students. But every cell in your being will vibrate differently because you're talking from real-time experience. Yeah. You, you just, you don't even have to say anything about it. You just, I'm a different human. This is why I'm looking forward to putting these clips. I'm going to put them on YouTube today for people mm -hmm. to have a look at. And I'm going to mm -hmm. go back to our students and I'm going to say, I've been saying this for years that you could have the best laid plan, but what you say and what you do, whether it's on the street or in the ring, whatever, whatever you, what you say and what you do, or even what you train for and what you execute is always going to be different. Mm. And this is, you know, for, for, for us that, you know, for first timers, this is living proof that that is the case. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go in there with any shame. I'm gonna go in there and say, look, this. There's no shame, no, no, no absolutely yeah, shame not. Shame is not even a single part. There is nothing in. That's why I say, and this is not to assuage people's uh, gentle souls. I'm happy to offend people. I genuinely am not. Give everyone gold, but literally, you guys, there is nothing. I'm not even going to use the word. That's so far from my concept that of shame you guys should be absolutely with delighted your your students should be proud that their senior senior students and uh instructors have the gumption to step up and do stuff i can't tell you yeah. how many times i've gone back to my club did you win no you went all the way to portugal yeah it does not matter that does not matter the the stuff that comes out of it is, is awesome. I'm so happy for you. I, this moves me, this sort of stuff, because it, it's these sort of things, martial arts aside, martial arts is just a vehicle, but I do find these things life-changing. Yeah. 10 out of 10 from me, Mr. Sir. Thank you very much. No, well done. Mr. Sir, who's Mr. Sir? Mr. Joe. Mr. Joe. Mr. Joseph. Joe. Mr. Joseph. Joe, sir. Joe, sir. Joe, sir. Right, let's get on to the Greg. Go, go, go um, sir. So <laughs> nice. I uh, so you you had what I recognised in myself. You uh, you remember that film, Casper the Ghost? White yeah. and <laughs> I need to look at this. I don't. I, I plugged it, and he's he's white as a ghost. You use the ability to use language. Yeah, that's good. And that and that's just complete normal. Again, all signs of adrenal dump. It looked like I was wearing a white morph suit and not a gi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's all. And again, that's nothing you can prepare someone for. And that is something that people have to have that 
actual experience. I've competed around the world in various sports, and which is why I can talk from this reference from tennis, as you know, before. Mm. And so I, I, I have an intimate relationship with this. So I get it. And you feel it in someone. You can see it in their biomechanics. You see it in their body. And, and you cannot get around that. You cannot train for it. You cannot get around for it. You can only desensitize by putting yourself in more environments to do that. That's why we travel. That's why I write in different genres. That's why I fight here, here, and everywhere. It's about putting your places that you don't know about. Mm. Right? So that, that aside, and that just is, that's a, you know, remember we've got developments and errors. Error, standing on your head when you're supposed to be on your feet. Development just comes with time. So that's one thing. The other thing with uh, you, you didn't feel you threw stuff. You did, you did throw more than uh, you did. But here's the thing. Once you relax a little bit, which isn't anything to do with you, you can't relax. It will come when the adrenaline settles. Your hand speed was quick. Now, here's my point. Did you see, I can't remember if it's the halfway through the first round or the, or the second, the guy started to realize your hand speed to his face was much faster. Remember, boys, and Sue, so I'll say this, mostly boys, don't like getting hit in the face. And as soon as someone can do it quicker than them, they will go to schoolyard double legs. He took you down, but not with anything very good, right? But boom, they do not like it. So from your hand speed, which that's already seen in your videos, you already forced him to do something, mm. right? You forced him to another round. Now, you then didn't do very much. That. Well, you did actually 50%. You did a reversal and a, and a sprawl. You got out a couple. And a head turn, actually. Turned him away. And then 50%, he got you. That's a yeah. bit of a lottery. As you get better, or more importantly, as you go back to the club and you go, right, I need to work counters to a sprawl. That's where you can drill. Counters to a, sorry, counter to a double leg, whereby in my head, I'm not trying to defend, right? These are two things. I'm not trying to defend the double leg. I'm trying to make you hurt for trying it on me. They're different yeah. things. Mm. Whether that be, I'm going to knee you in the chops and the way in, whether I'm going to climb onto your back, whether I anaconda you, whether you sumugashi. The attitude has to be not, oh, he's double leg me. You double leg me. They're different things and they will change how you train that. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the, that was the thing. Other than those things, uh, we're not talking results. It doesn't matter, but we use that as one metric for, for this conversation. You had that. You absolutely had that. You were all over that dude, all over him. Just a couple of those. And, and if we, exp it, it isn't the case, the rule set is the rule set. But if you expanded that to being something, those double legs had nothing you were in danger with, but in a limited rule set, okay, yeah, yeah, you lost yeah. that. But yeah. that's not even part of the conversation. But as a fighting point of view, there was a lot of a lot of good there. I felt. What do you think? Good. Um, yeah, it felt it felt all right. Felt like I did all right. Yeah. Don't remember I mean, much of it until watching it back. With that first one is go through that adrenal moment so that you've had your first frame of reference, and your first job in first frame of reference is show up. Mm show up and experience it. Now you're, you're not debutants anymore. You know, that your next one's number two and that you're not debutants. The whole experience will be different. Yeah. And, and you did that. It's, it's, it's impressive. You'll probably train a little bit, start a little bit further out. So I would, I would say you've got definite things you can work on mm -hmm. absolutely on the right track. And you've done, you've all put yourselves on the line and you are leading from the front. I would go to a school where they, I don't need my instructor to be a champion. I need my instructor to be someone who can lead from the front. That's all. Mm. He can lose everything from the front. That's not what I'm after. I just want someone who, who, when I say sensei, whatever, professor, I'm nervous. He goes, I'm always nervous. I know what you mean. I don't need him to have won or her to have won. I just need him to lead from the front. And you three from yesterday are clearly doing that. So 10 out of 10 in, in my view. Thank you, sir. Thank, Thank you. Thank you very much, coach. Good yes. Job. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the next one. Yeah. When are they doing them? Do you know? I think he's going to do them annually. So. Oh, okay. So yeah. you're like, so then, so yeah, we, we had the problem with that, that they didn't come around enough. So we started doing an inter-club league and then our own stuff. Yeah. Which is uh, what I think we may look at. Yeah. I would do that. It won't be quite as nerve wracking, but it will no. keep that foot on the gas for sure. 
and you and in the interim you could do bjj comps sue are you bjjing are you grappling not yet i i put it off uh, um after i sprayed my knee last summer because that took a long time to heal and i didn't every time we did any groundwork it seemed to be get worse so i just waited for that to heal but i want to and i'm I, obviously I would, doing yeah go to if you can i, I don't know if they mind me suggesting but i would start your bjj at a bjj school yeah. rather than the hand downs that these two are bringing back from yeah me. yeah yeah i hope that's not offensive i don't no, know no no no, no totally. just, just no, in the early that's injury. all i've done that's i mean yeah. that but that is all i've done but i i do okay. like i would it, go yeah. with these guys to their to their club is that, that do you mind me saying that um i think that would be good that that is honestly my intention and right now also um i've got a, a friend who does uh kickboxing all the mm. flicky kicks and everything. I'm mm. very seriously considering not only going to go over there and do a few classes, but see if they want to come over to us. Mm -hmm. I am, I am, I mean, you're live. I'm just thinking, I am less, I would be, so if it's up to me, which one would I choose? I would, you have a striking art and I know they're different, but your striking art has, has evolved to kicking to the head. So I, I, I probably wouldn't go to the kickboxing. Like I don't kickbox down here at Musket MMA just do the BJJ here and do my own stuff. But definitely the one I would put you on is on, on the mats. Definitely, definitely. And then you guys, as you start rolling that, you'll start to see how the grappling, as I've said in that meme I put up ages ago, a grappler who can't strike is as incomplete as a striker who can't grapple mm -hmm. because one sets up the other. Mm. And then once you know, once you push them into a place that they don't want to be, ah, now capitalize. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. very good. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, sir. It was a fun experience. Looking forward to the next one. Step one towards the cage. Complete. Mm. We'll see where it goes. You're going to do it? Yeah, I would. I'm going to do it at some point for sure. The wall, wall fighting is an interesting thing again as well, because that changes as another dimension to a cage and wall fighting. Mm. Well, my, my plan is to do maybe like a K1 fight where I can take all the grapple and jujitsu a couple of jujitsu comps so I can yeah. isolate the skill sets on their own first yeah. yeah, while doing some more of these. And then I would definitely do the BJJ comps because the BJJ yeah. comps are absolutely grueling. Yeah. They're much less risk because you're not getting hit, but you get all of the nerve preps that you get in the, in what you've just done. So you get that same amount. So you're desensitizing the, desensitizing the adrenal dump. Mm. Um, and they're so regular. Yeah, that you can be. Guess what we did? We were competing like every month, almost three years, yeah. two and two and three, four years. That makes a massive difference. Then on the back of that, you go, oh, okay, well, let's can go anywhere. But, yeah. Uh, and the BJJ scene is the most structured competition scene. That's the other. That's the other thing, which is a real giveaway, isn't it? How few of these applied things there are, which suggests. And by the way, credit to whoever put it on, because I know Lee was always putting stuff on, and they're only. Well, I was going to ask you. I was going. You reminded me. Does Lee still do kombudo? No, no, because he no, does he? I tried to find it and... because so many people talk the game, and then they're only. I never. I, I was fighting there as a what late forties, mid forties, or whatever it was. I never fought my age group or my weight. I just said Lee, fine man. I was in with twenty-six-year-old kind of you know middle to lightweights, light heavies, mm. but. You, you've got to be prepared to fight anyone because in these early days, everyone talks the game and no one shows up. As you saw, yeah. there wasn't a massive turnout. So the problem is with that is they can't be regular because they take a lot of money. So yeah. uh, that's why I think the karate community or jiu-jitsu or whatever needs to support them so that more of us can do it. And then more people have to, to see your example going, yes, we're exposed, we were frightened and we did it. And our school has grown because of it. Mm. People have to just stop fearing the loss. You're gonna guess what? You're gonna lose. Guess what? You're not as great as you mm. think. So, mm. guess what? You can't save yourself on the streets for shit. And now let's start. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Bye, gang. Thank you. Really all. appreciate your time and your feedback, Matt. It's amazing to have that kind of. That, that feedback of our videos really is useful. Going to listen back to this and take a lot from it. Yeah. I've loved watching your videos and you're just seeing your posts and just keeping, just watching from the outside. I think it's uh, it's very commendable and uh, yeah, it's good. It's good. Mm. Conversations for your students and with everyone else will be different now because you're coming from a completely different place. Yeah.
Yeah, and I'll second what Sue said. I, I want to I thank you, Matt, because it's it's one thing getting opinions from friends and family and maybe maybe even sort of fellow Karataka. They go, yeah, you did a great job, well done. But to get it from someone that's been there and done it and to be able to kind of feedback, you know, especially from a relatable standpoint to say, yeah, I, remember, I remember what it was like in my first yeah, fight, yeah. my second fight. Yeah. Yeah, your, your, your opinions are greatly appreciated. And your and your no, feedback, your feedback, very, very, very. Thank you very much. I've, no, you're I've, very I'm, welcome. I said to you guys, you know, where I, I can't always help. Uh, some stuff I don't know. Most stuff I don't know. But if I do and I can share it, you're welcome to everything I do know, which is limited. But until I've run out of things to say, you're you're welcome to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will take it. Yeah, we will we'll take it all day. It. Thank you. Yes. Okay, guys. Uh, is that has anyone else got anything final to say about this one? I suppose, so. I suppose just actually give a shout, a shout out to the, uh, what was the name of the comp? Give them a shout for a great uh, yes. like a good comp, right? Yeah, that's a good so shout, the, to be fair. So the, the Applied Karate Academy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great event. And they're based in Bournemouth. Yeah. And they are on Facebook. They are everywhere. They put on an awesome competition. It the ran like a machine. Yeah. So for to put that on for people, for a billion people who say they want to fight and then a handful show up, respect yeah. to you. I know what Lee had to go through. I know what we've been through to do it. So all respect to those guys. So maybe yeah. follow their Instagram, et cetera. Et cetera. And I also yeah. want to say, if you've got kids who want to do karate, my God, the little ones. Oh, no, oh they were they phenomenal. Were phenomenal. <laughs> they put us all to shame, don't they? they if do. you've got, yeah, I was just going to say, if you've got kids around there and you want them to do karate, absolutely send them there. Oh, yeah, they were yeah. superb. Oh, it's, it's, I've given up even bother competing with mine. I gave up my alpha male model in my own school and my own family ages ago. I've realised that my my seven year olds can just take me out. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I got a message from them the day before saying look we're looking for a couple of judges for the uh the boys and girls kumite and i was like yeah yeah i'll go and I'll go along and I'll, I'll help out and i i i was so wrong to go in with the mindset that i did i went in thinking oh it's gonna be cute it's gonna be you know the big helmets the big gloves and it's gonna be a bit you know a couple of kids bouncing around i was i was very very wrong yeah, yeah, these yeah, yeah. kids were battering each other. They were br- the 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 technique, the endurance, oh, the, the the take. There's so many like very perfectly executed takedowns. I was so yeah. impressed. Mm. I was I was there holding the flags, going, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> do I go red? Do I go that's blue? Really, it, was, it, was, it was so and hard that's to judge. To see, isn't it, our next generations? Because you realise. You know, when you start young, you're almost, I mean, I know it's a cliche, but you're, you're young and fearless. But I, but I look at my own boy who plays, you know, pro rugby and how you kick a goal with people watching and, you know what I mean? You just think, how do you, how do you even blank those things out? And like for these kids, we all know how almost, almost handicapped we are by nerves. And these kids are like, throwing techniques, sweeping you. Yeah. Like, how do they do that? It's, it's amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, fearless, young and fearless, right? Fantastic. For sure. Incredible. Fantastic. Yeah, they were young good to watch. Yeah. yeah, they're going, oh, we're looking for this girl. Where's she gone? Oh, she's over there doing the kata. Oh, okay, when she's done, bring her over here and we'll get in. And I won't mention her name for obvious reasons, but the girl I'm thinking of, that's exactly what happened. She went over and she smashed the kata. She came over and absolutely smashed the kumite. That is the I was, there, I was there, like, giving a round of applause, saying fair play. Yeah, you compete early, you get them on the mat. So, so we used to do events for our guys. Compete as young as possible, as soon as possible. And all that is, when we when we boil it down, it's desensitization. Yeah. They have, of course, the first ones, they'll probably be nervous and cry at their loss. Fine. And then by the time they get to our age, they are black belts in adrenal control, a.k.a. desensitized. Fantastic. We're just starting that journey. And yeah. that's why it's so good for us to just get our people competing. So all those schools are going, we don't have it. Yeah. We're too pure. We don't compete. Okay, good luck. We'll take yeah. your students then. Well, that's 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 a good point. <laughs> that's the thing to remember is that for, for, for uh, well, certainly for me and Sue, that was the first time. For these kids, it very well may not. They, they're, they're further down the journey than we are. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And there's a lot to be said just for doing and doing consistently. And I think we, we as instructors, we have that duty as martial artists to ourselves and also to our students to encourage that, to say the growth is in the do, is in being frightened and going through it. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Well done. 
Thank you. Thank you, sir. Much right, appreciated. Thank you, Matt. See you at the next uh, pay-per-view. Yeah, Absolutely. when is it? We don't know. We'll research. We'll find out. We'll let you know. Yeah. We need fantastic. to we need to also book you in for the other ones we were going to talk about. We had some topics, oh, yeah, didn't yeah. we? Which we need we to do. discuss. We so we'll we set those to, up as well. We need to do some planning, I think, about who we're going to get on and, and when and get some stuff scheduled in with you, Matt. You know where I am. I'm here in my office in my podcast corner. So happy days. Perfect. Okay, thank you guys. Brilliant to see everyone. Well done, all of us. Yeah, thank go you. nurse your injuries. Um, <laughs> yeah. Are you training today, Joe? No, I'm out. My foot's swollen and bruised. I, I'm not. I can't even walk. <laughs> I, did, oh, I didn't. I, I didn't even notice it until I got home. The, no, the dre- we're talking about adrenaline. A week going. When did I smash that in? Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it. I had. I had injuries. I knew knew about instantly injuries that started to come around about an hour later, and I was about. I was. We were nearly home from the drive home and my foot started to hurt yeah so yeah i'm hot i'm hobbling today but i got yeah. i got a cracking bruise on my nose looks awesome um, we got we got to get those we all love a bit of those war stories yeah oh yeah my, my nose is a whole war story look at that that's not right is it? <laughs> <do> that. <laughs> <laughs> all right nice. awesome okay. right bye, guys. take care all. Nice. bye See you soon. yeah bye. cheers bye, guys bye bye bye, bye.